0: from Mount Pleasant, Utah, this is the Sampete Horse Training Podcast. Sampete Horse Training's mission statement is simple. To send home a respectful, well-rounded, and well-broke horse that can handle a variety of situations. In today's episode, company manager and veterinarian, Dr. Eric Dent, is here to discuss five simple things you can do to enjoy your horse more. Five things you can do to enjoy your horse more. I grew up in a household that didn't have horses. My first horse came when I was right around 16 years of age. And I remember being so excited and yet all at the same time so frustrated because I loved horses. I wanted to be around horses, but there were a lot of things about them that frustrated me. And, and a lot of those things um, still today sometimes frustrate me. But I think that there are quite a few things you can do to make your horse more more enjoyable. And so I wanna talk about some of the things that have helped me over the years to really start to enjoy my horse more and to learn more about them, make a little bit of a difference in the way that I interact with them and help me to, to really understand the way that they think. I think all these things have really made a big difference in the way that um, I've started to enjoy my horses more as time's gone on. So uh, the first thing I wanna talk about is just the the topic of of use here at sandpete horse training one of the most common reasons why a horse comes into us to be trained is that it hasn't been used for quite some time and the owners are worried about getting on them um, because the horse may be a little more spunky than it should be or have some bad behaviors or another reason why they often come to us is because they do have bad behaviors maybe they've bucked someone off or they've gotten just a little bit too dangerous. And so people bring them to us to, to try to get that out of them. And uh, it's always been interesting to me as I think about that, that one of the primary ways that we fix that problem is just miles. I distinctly remember uh, back in about 2014 or 2015, I had this, uh, this mare that I had, had purchased as a two-year-old. She was probably three or four years old at this point, And um, she was kind of a, I don't know, in the middle, not a cold-blooded horse, not a hot-blooded horse, but if I had to put her one direction or another, she'd she'd be just a little more hot-blooded, a little more sensitive. Um, You know, things kind of would get to her sometimes. You'd be riding down the road in a a horse trailer. The truck would come bouncing past you, and she'd freak out about that. I can really remember this one day that she was just being a total idiot, just worried about everything, And, and I just felt like the more I tried to calm her down, the worse things got. I just tried to think back to, okay, what do I need to do? And I remember just thinking to myself, well, let me just take her for a good hard ride and see what this does. And so I took off about four o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday afternoon, drove up on top of the mountain. I basically uh, trotted her up to the top of this hill a couple of miles. And then once I got up there, there's a kind of a road that goes along the, the skyline of these mountains. And, and I loped her down this dirt road that, you know, it was probably about 9,500 feet in elevation. And, and I loped her down this road for probably three or four miles. And then I dropped her off into these little basins and, and just a lot of up and down and up and down and, and through some pretty steep country and and a lot of, uh, you know, kind of technical having to place her feet going uphill and place her feet going downhill to make sure she doesn't slide and things like that. And, and, uh, make a long story short i basically rode this horse until about it was about one o'clock in the morning and by the time we got back to the truck she was pretty dog tired just just kind of you know her nose kind of dragging on the ground and and uh you know she's just kind of tuckered even though it wasn't a real long ride as far as the number of hours went it it was a lot of really hard work a lot of loping a lot of downhill a lot of uphill a lot of really steep country just a lot of stuff kinda of intermixed in there. And so by the time we got back to the truck, it you know, she was pretty tired. And I'll never forget what that did in that horse's mind. It just made her a different horse for about a month or so. She just the spookiness was kinda of gone and she was a lot more respectful and she just she just was a lot more fun fun to ride. And since that experience we've you know, we've done this many, many, many times and It's amazing how well it works. Um, I'm always amazed at how much a horse is capable of. And so when I say that, you know, just ride them hard and you'll enjoy them more. I'm not talking, go for a trail ride or the walk for three hours, that's nothing to a horse. You gotta actually put some miles on them, but, and make it hard, you know, make it some good hard work. But I just am always amazed at how much of a difference this makes. And this is what gets you a well-broke horse. And so one of the things I would suggest, you know, first, right off the bat. Things that you can do to, to enjoy your horse more. One of the first things you can do is take them on some good, hard, long rides. And it seems like about once a month they need this. If not more frequently, but at least month, once a month. Try to try to get out there, schedule a time where you can just put a good hard ride on them. You know, you, I would say a minimum three to four hours. If, if you can go longer than that, that's great. If it's only three hours, make sure that you're actually working them. Make sure that they're getting out there and and being used, and if you don't feel conf- confident in doing this, then get, get someone else to use them. You know, get get some cowboy to take them out on the ranch one day and ride them real hard, or, or whatever the case may be, because it just really does something for their mind, um, to get them out, get them working. Back before cars were invented, there were a lot of really really good horses. Why was that? These horses were getting worked, and that made a big difference. So that's the first thing I'd say. The second is to learn to desensitize your horse to everything that you can think of Um, you know horses are, are prey animals and they want to be afraid of stuff that's what mother nature tells them to do is 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 run first and and then you know maybe consider the implications later and it's really important that you teach a horse to not be afraid of stuff this is where a lot of problems come out people get sick of riding their horses because every time they ride them around town they're shying at the garbage can or spooking at the dog that comes out or whatever the case may be. And and that's very much related to not enough desensitizing. Those long rides we talked about also fix this, but desensitizing is key. So, How do you desensitize a horse? Well, it's really simple. You do something that is going to scare them, and you keep doing it until they s- stop moving and relax. And then you take that thing away from them. That's how you desensitize a horse. So, for example, if, if my horse was afraid of the neighbor's garbage can, okay, so I go over and I grab their garbage can and I, and I take it towards my horse. My horse is probably going to back up or try to run off or whatever, and I keep its head tilted towards me, and I just keep coming after it until, until it finally decides that maybe it ought to sniff that garbage can and stand still. Then I'd pull the garbage can away from them, okay, and do that over and over and over it's absolutely key that you don't remove whatever it is that they're afraid of until they relax. And sometimes that takes a minute or two. Um, If you remove it when they're acting like an idiot, then you are teaching them to be afraid of it because they learn from the removal of that pressure. So, you know, for example, I I always tell my kids, go find something that'll scare the horse. They, They go and find one of their, you know, little play trucks that makes noise. And so I take that and and turn it on and you know make it make the noise and go back and forth around their nose with it and the horse freaks out and backs up and then eventually they're going to stop maybe they relax a little bit and then i take it away and then i go back and i do it again and eventually they'll just stand there they'll start to realize that oh that's nothing to be afraid of and the answer is just to stand still and then that stimulus will be taken away the more that you can do this the the less jumpy your horses become and therefore the more fun they are to ride and the better that they are to be around and so, just use your imagination. It can be anything from tarps to any any sort of object, anything that that makes a noise, or or even if it doesn't make a noise and your horse is afraid of it, just use it. Um, you know, we do all kinds of stuff. We'll we'll take a, a chain off of a chainsaw and run it by the horse's head. We use a leaf blower because it has a sensation that uh, you know feels a little bit weird, kind of blowing their hair around. We'll take five gallon buckets and swing them around them. We'll take, you know, stock whip and crack it over their their head. Uh, We'll take uh, little cap guns and and shoot them off. And, you know, it, it really doesn't matter what it is. It'll translate into just about anything else. So you teach them to not be afraid of the tarp. And all of a sudden, when you're going for a ride, they're not afraid of the neighbor's dog coming after them. It really does translate in their mind. It's just basically teaching them not to be afraid and to kind of start to think their way through the situation instead of reacting their way through the situation. So this is something I highly recommend to do, and it will make a really big difference. You'll be amazed if you do this consistently how well this works. You can even do stuff without an object. You can just use your hands, go and slap them on the withers a little bit, and you know they're they're flinching and their, their skin's jumping up and down because they're afraid of that, that feel. Just keep doing that until they relax and then pull your hand away. Um, a lot of times I'll do this even when I'm feeding my horses. Go in, you know, dump the feed, go over and just start, just start messing with them. Start slapping them on the backs of their hawks and, and up underneath their belly. And obviously you got to, you know, start in a, in a place where you're not going to get hurt with, you know, younger horses and things like that. But basically just des- desensitize them to anything you can think of. It will make a big, big difference in how much fun you have with your horse. The third thing that I would say makes a big difference in just being able to en- enjoy your horse more is to make your horse respect you. We have seen so many problems with this through our company, where horses come in and they are just pushy, belligerent, running over the top of you type of a horse. And that behavior is not something that a horse is born with. It's not something they learn in a herd dynamic. It is something that is taught to them, often in an unintentionally, but it's taught to them by the human, where... You know, we're, we're basically just letting them get into our pocket. We're giving them treats. We're letting them, you know, push all over the top of us and nudge us with their nose and step into our space and all this kind of a thing. And, it, you know, it seems really cute, but at some point this becomes a problem. And we've seen some really extreme cases of this. And it's really no fun to be around a horse like that. They just start to get pushy. They start to, to just kind of become dull to what you want them to do because they're just kind of lazy and they've and they've they've learned to kind of dominate you or be the the person in the you know the pecking order above them or above you um, just like they would with with a horse in the herd and so there's a lot of ways you can fix this making the horse back up a lot is one of them just make them back everywhere we we make our horses back up anytime we're going anywhere you know just just you know, go to saddle and back them out of the crowd and put them over to the area where you're going to saddle him and back them out of the horse trailer. We back them under saddle a lot, you know. Just there's something about making a horse back up that makes them start to respect you a lot more. And it's something that all, all good horse trainers understand this and do it a lot, and it makes a really big difference. I think that the treat thing is, is another really important thing too. You know, horses don't really identify with a lot of the emotions that that people do or that dogs do. Horses are not really motivated by very many things, and a lot of people think that they're, by giving treats, they're making the horse happy, and they're making the horse like them or, or showing affection towards the horse, and the horse flat out doesn't care about any of that. All they care about is that they're getting food. You know, they might care about the taste of the food. They might like certain foods more than, than another, but uh, there's something about feeding treats to horses that really makes them pushy. And uh, I, gosh, I just wish everybody out there could come and spend a few days in our shoes here at Sanpute Horse Training because we, we see some really, really, really uh, crazy cases of this where people have just been feeding these horses treats throughout their life and then they bring them in, you know, to have them trained because they're, they're getting out of control and they're disrespectful and, And man, the very first day, that horse is just right in your pocket. And it's like, man, this thing's just wanting to stand right on top of me. You know, and and getting them out of your space and and that kind of stuff is really important. But if you're inviting them into your space with these treats, then you're compounding the problem. And, you know, I'm not saying that it's wrong to give a horse a treat occasionally, but I just think that in most instances, it's just not necessary and it creates problems. I personally never give my horse treats. I don't think I've ever... In the last, say, five years, I don't think I've ever given my horse a treat. If they're losing weight because I'm training them hard or riding them hard, I'll give them some grain, but I'm not around when they're eating it. I'll hand it to them, and then I leave because I don't want them to associate that with with them pushing on top of me. So be very careful about this. Just make your horse respect you. They respect you when you make them move, when you make them work. Um, that's how a horse is learns to respect people, not through treats or affection or things like that. So um, try this, and, and I think you'll be amazed at how much of a difference it makes with your horse. Another thing that I think is something that makes a big difference with whether or not people are enjoying their horses is how good their balance is when they're riding a horse. I can still remember I'd been riding for probably close to 10 years uh, before I started to started doing more actual training, like with young colts. And I felt like I was a pretty good rider, Um but I'll tell you what, I wasn't. I, I just, I did not have great balance. And when I, the one thing that taught me that I didn't have good balance is when I started to ri- ride these colts and they're just a lot more herky-jerky and they kind of duck and dive on you and they're, they're you know, they'll stop and then go. And then, you know, it's just kind of all over the place. And you start to realize, realize how much balance you don't have um, in, in riding a horse like this. And so I started training actually this mare that I was talking about earlier and I started to realize just how horrible my balance was and and I started to realize how much I was how, how afraid I was or concerned or a little bit um you know just kind of intimidated by horses because I I was just a little bit worried about staying on and I guess I'd never really considered this until I started riding horses that you know I had a real possibility of coming off on and I'll tell you the one thing that fixed this was to lope my horses more. And this is so this is what I recommend. This is this is the you know one of the things that's going to make you a better horse person. It's going to make you a lot more confident and it's going to get you to where you're so much more capable that all of a sudden horses are fun. Even horses that are maybe acting up a little bit. You don't you're not as concerned about coming off and the only way that i know of to get this balance is to lope your horse a lot get them out on the dirt roads and lope them if you're not to the point where you can do that just yet get them in the arena and lope them if you don't have a horse that lopes well find a horse that does lope well and and practice on that one a neighbor's horse or something and uh, you'll be amazed at how horrible your balance is if you're the type like me that had not really ever loped a whole lot and then all of a sudden you start doing that you'll you'll realize how quick you know very quickly how horrible your balance is and it'll take you know several dozen maybe even hundreds of hours of loping to get to where you start to get that balance and i know that this is probably one of the single most important things that i've ever done to increase my confidence as a horse person is to just lope my horses a lot and I've also seen this with my wife, she, she didn't grow around, up around horses and I kind of was the one that introduced her to them and she's still very new to horses. And I've seen as she started to get her confidence up to start to lope a little bit and has started to lope a little bit, which she hasn't done a lot yet, but she has a little bit. Her confidence with horses has really gone through the roof and it's made a big difference in her riding ability and it's made a big difference in her desire to go riding because all of a sudden she starts to feel more comfortable around them. I've seen this with several trainers that we've hired that have been fairly new to horses, and within a few months of of you know learning how to train horses, all of a sudden they're they're a much more confident rider. And so this is just really really important. Lope your horses a lot. It's really good for the horse too. You know, make sure that you don't stop loping in them until they're relaxed and they're you know paying attention to you and they're not trying to race off on you. Otherwise, you're kind of teaching them to to do that sort of thing. But Um, But find a horse that you can lope a lot with and just get out there and and ride them. The last thing I'd talk about as far as something that you can do to enjoy your horse more is something that I learned from a kid that was quite a bit younger than me when I was doing an internship on a ranch. Uh, I was just about in the middle of my undergraduate studies and, you know, still fairly young and, and had been riding for probably or five years and I had you know some ability but I can still remember asking this kid one day he was he had grown up on the back of a horse he's really big into roping and and uh you know kind of grown up on a ranch and and just really really good hand with horses and I asked him one day I said what what's the single thing that I could do different to be better with horses and he's like I thought you'd never ask (laughs) and then he proceeded to tell me how I'm constantly in my horse's mouth with the, with the reins, you know, pulling on the bit. He told me, he said, you're using your reins to try to balance yourself in the saddle. And I didn't really understand what he meant to begin with, but basically what he was saying was that at any given moment, if I were to actually look, I'm putting pressure on my horse's mouth with the reins. So I'm just constantly quote, unquote, in the horse's mouth. And he told me, he said, you know, your horse is going to be a lot more responsive, a lot better if you'll just stop dragging on them. Because what you're doing is you're kind of telling them to stop and go at the same time. You're desensitizing them to the feeling of, of the bit in their mouth, which makes them harder to stop, harder to turn, you know, all that kind of a thing. Harder to get stopped if they try to run off on you. All that kind of a thing. And so he said, you just need to learn to ride with a loose rein and don't ever contact the horse's mouth unless you want it to do something like stop or turn or back up um, or things like that and so i said okay well i think i understand what you're saying but can you kind of point it out when i do it and he said well here's the thing eric if i point out while you're doing it i'm going to be pointing out every single second of every single day that you're on a horse and it is just one of those things that you're doing constantly so I started to kind of watch myself and I started to realize, oh my gosh, I am. I'm constantly in my horse's mouth. And that was something I really had to learn to to break that habit, which actually took me several years to break that habit. Now I do have it broken and I'm an, and I'm amazed at how much of a difference that's made as far as my relationship between me and my horse. So those of you that are listening to this podcast that have been riding a lot and you know are pretty decent hands with horses will will just understand this and can kind of be like, well, no duh. But I think for those of us that are a little bit more new to horses, this is something that will really kind of revolutionize the way that you uh, handle and interact with horses. It'll make a really big difference. So just learn to stay out of their mouth. It's a really simple thing. It's going to take some effort to catch yourself doing it, correct yourself. But just make sure that as you're riding, as you're handling them, that you're not constantly pulling on them. You're not constantly using their mouth as a source of balance for your hands or your body. Make sure that you're not constantly in their mouth. So, again, to recap, the five things that I think would make a big difference on how much uh, fun you're having with your horses. Number one, put a good hard ride on your horse every single month. Number two, desensitize them to everything that you can think of. Number three, make your horse respect you. Do this by making them back up, making them work, not giving them treats. Just make them respect you. It'll make a big difference. Number four, get better balance. And the primary way to do that is to lope your horse more. So Get out there and lope your horses. And then the fifth is to stay out of your horse's mouth. I hope these things help you in your horsemanship journey. I think that uh, these things were probably some of the key ones for me. There are others for sure that people think of. But uh, try to incorporate these into the way that you're interacting with your horses, and, then, and I guarantee you that you'll have a lot more fun with the horses that you're riding and working with.